What's going on everybody? It's your boy Brent and this is Used to Play by a couple niggas that used to play. It's kind of weird saying that without my man to my right, but it's all good. Welcome everybody. It's your boy Brent. Bags will be here soon. I just got off the phone with this man yesterday. He's in good spirits. He's hanging with his baby, being a father, stepping up to his responsibility. That's the first thing he told me. Like, <laughs> I didn't think he was going to be a good father. I was like, what's going on, man? What you doing? Just being a father, man. Just step it up. Just step it up. His voice got a little louder. I was like, all right. All right. I got all faith in you, big dog. I knew you were going to be a good father. You been at a dad bod since I met you, dumbass, man. You have been always a father. You always try to put me on game. I knew you were going to be a good dad, man. You have been giving me fatherly advice since I got met you. So I'm so happy. So happy for you, man. What's going on? On the ones and twos, it's... Taylor. How you doing, baby? Oh. I'm good. I'm not sick. Are you, are you sure? I'm not sick. I'm not sick. Are you sure? Yes. Now, I'm just going to be, I'll ask you, are you thinking about taking the vaccine? Uh, no. No? No, I don't, I'm not doing that. No. You're scared of getting seizures? Um, I am afraid of a lot of things, so yeah. I believe it. I believe it. I'm not going to take it. Unless if I get really, 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 really sick and there's no other way that I'll take it. But nah, I like, I'm, I'm going to ride this wave of eating healthy and just running outside. That's how you beat the coronavirus to everybody. What's going on? We're going to get right into this podcast. I'm just going to go into my hot take for the day. Uh, there's a lot of athletes around the world, different sports. I'm just going to mainly focus on the NFL and NBA. The athletes wanting to break their contracts and go to other teams. We've seen it with James Harden. He flat out just... Looked like he was playing overweight. He also didn't look like he cared to even show up. And that drove him out. We see a situation with Deshaun Watson. He gave a kick. He even got a clear with uh, his own teammates. His teammates are fine with them even leaving. He's like, do your thing, bro. He expressed that he wants to leave. And then there was talks uh, like a couple weeks ago, rumors saying that Bradley Beal wants to trade after he just signed his huge deal. And... It's like you sign this you sign these guys for a lot of money. Should they even they should they even even express breaking their contract even if the team is doing horrible horrible and I think with how everything's going now and the leverage that these guys do have and bringing the fans and the attention to the sport, I think that they should express uh their way and they should do what they want. It's if they're going to into a if they're going to a season where let's say they sign a five year deal and two years in their their team is god awful. It is not what they expected. I think players should even maybe if they should buy out their contract, buy out their own contract. Maybe take a little bit less to go somewhere else. There should be a little uh, agreement if they, if something goes wrong and we we don't agree on how the team is moving forward, and I'm talking about the big-time players, obviously, because not everyone's going to get that leeway, that I could part ways with you. I think that's totally fine. Aaron Rodgers, he's he might ask for some, a, a trade, just how everything went on last year. So we don't even know. Another one, Matthew Stafford, he asked his team to leave. And part ways like ain't a motherfucker. And had the, one of the biggest trades ever. Jared Goff, like, oh, I'm, I'm shipping to the D? What? 
I gave y'all a couple playoff wins and an appearance into a Super Bowl. Y'all just shipping me like that because he don't want to be there? And, you know, another thing Matthew Stafford asked for, he said he did not want to go to the Patriots. He had it to where he said, I, I want to leave. Just please don't send me to one team. So guys can get it like that. And, I'm, and I feel like if you are a franchise player and you a guy that brings attention and brings fans to the stadium, you're a big ticket guy that you can ask for that. I don't think there's nothing wrong with it, especially if you are willing to give up money to leave. Like if your team is bad, like the Wizards, like Bradley Bill. No, no, Bradley Bill just said just, he just expressed that he didn't want to leave, huh? Huh? Bro, you play like shit. Bradley Bill don't play until the second quarter. I have another hot take. Bradley Bill ain't all that good. I'll say it. Brush, brush shooting out of his mind. But like, how you gonna get thirty-seven points and get blown out? By 20. Come on, B. I fuck with Bradley Beal. Tough to. I do. But it's like, man, he ain't he ain't all that to me. He's shooting the ball like a motherfucker, but he ain't all that to me. Ugh. Anyway. Hey, Bradley Beal, if he did express that he wanted to leave, he can and he should. Because, what, he's the best player on the team. He obviously is the is the team, and if he did, was like, bro, this team ain't what I thought it was going to be with Russell Westbrook coming in here too, then just, tr- I, I want to go. I want to go. And I think at least you have to play one or two seasons of a contract to do that. That's all I got to say. I think players should express themselves and be like, hey, if I, if, and if I don't want to be on this team no more and this team ain't working for me, I want to leave. Because the GMs trade people all the time and don't give a fuck about how the players feel. They just ship them out. And they got to go and live a whole new life somewhere else. Got to take their kids and drop them into a whole nother school. So, shit. Talk about that. Well, I'll stay here. I'm staying in the NBA still. Since I just got done watching some TNT basketball. I saw the Clippers and the Brooklyn Nets play. Uh, phenomenal, phenomenal basketball. Like, that's... I would love to see that in the NBA Finals. Like, that would be great. But here's the thing. I don't think the Brooklyn Nets are going to make it to the NBA Finals because they're garbage. The Brooklyn Nets suck. I don't care how you wrap this shit up. They can't guard nobody. Colin Sexton went off on them boys. And he's a dog. We know this. But he can't go off on them twice. Then you got Atlanta Hawks giving you niggas fits. No, it's, the, you know what it was for me? It's Bradley Beal coming down, shooting the three in boy's face, and then Russell Westbrook stealing the uh, the ball from the inbound and shooting the three and uh, winning the game. The Brooklyn Nets lose to shitty teams, and that doesn't make sense. They have a, they turn it on, they turn it off, and the problem is is that they don't play defense. Kyrie Irving, James Harden are not those guys on the other end of the floor. Now, the, Kyrie Irving obviously displays he's a he is amazing on the offensive end. So you don't want to take him out. But at the same time, he's a liability on the other side. James Harden, amazing point guard, but he's a liability on the other side. Someone's going to get 25 on one of them boys in the playoffs. I think this is going to be a second-round exit for the Brooklyn Nets. They traded all their great pieces. Like, Jared Allen was 
huge, huge. And now they have no rim protectors like that. KD is not what he was at Golden State, how he was blocking shots and making everything um, kind of hard for everyone to go into the paint like that. The Brooklyn Nets are just not going to defend. They need to score 130 points to win every game. 130 points to win a game, every game. And the defense gets tightened up. They, they, they ramp it up at playoff time. So all the calls that these guys are getting now, they're not going to get the same calls. So if these guys can't shuffle their feet, that's a second-round exit for me. I say that. If these guys can't shuffle their feet, it's a second-round exit for me. The Brooklyn Nets, ooh, they, they suck, man. They suck. They beat the Clippers today, you know. They turned it up. But, like, can they beat them for seven games? Oh, no. No. Can't guard nobody. Uh, take it back to the ATL. Uh, y'all saw that sideline Karen shit uh, LeBron James was getting into with that one woman. Uh, over uh, the other day, the Lakers played the Atlanta Hawks. The Lakers won. And this woman got into it with LeBron James. And they had a back and forth, back and forth. I don't know what it was all said. I did uh, I don't know if she called him anything out of his name or anything, but how it started was that her husband and LeBron James were just having a back and forth, a little thing back and forth. And then his wife got involved, and that's where it ramped up. She's like, you ain't going to talk to my husband, B. I don't care who you are and how tall you are. I'm going to talk to you. I'm, uh, 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 I'm her, too. Uh, come on. Stop fucking with me. LeBron said some words with the ref. He looked at it, looked at the wet ref, winked at him a little bit. She gone. She gone. And now she tweeting, now she capping, saying that it was it was blown out of proportion, this, that, and the third. And I just want to say this. Even though the coronavirus is serious and everyone should take it how they want, I mean, just be safe and just be healthy and just be cautious. I love the fact that the fans are back. I think that the players need that to make to make the sport better. Because it's an ego thing, too. Once you make a bucket, once you make a touchdown, and you see everybody celebrate because you did something, you want to do it again. So just having that is really, really good to see. Like, I didn't want to see her get kicked out, but at the same time, that was good. Because then LeBron James pulled, uh, pulled out some uh, spectacular plays and, you know, Showed out, and that's what we want. Like, he had a game, he played in Cleveland. Remember that, y'all? And that one dude started ramping up real loud when LeBron started missing a couple shots. He's like, oh, I need that. I need that. Because you, because think about it. The bubble, they were all together. They were, um, what is it called? They were locked in for 90 days. No, no fans, no family. That's really fucking draining. And you get energy from the fans. So I'll, seeing that interaction was good. Because it, it wasn't over the top. Russell Westbrook had a, a situation a couple years ago where someone called him out his name. They, they didn't call him a nigger or whatever in Utah. And everyone says over there in Utah, it's racist as fuck. Racist as fuck. And that's supposed to be one of the most religious states over there. Mmm. Says a lot about y'all. But I ain't going to get to that because I don't even play in the NBA. But that's what I just hear. And... People love to go down there because you bust those people's ass when they say some wild shit. A lot of people have career high game. I, 
I'm no surprise every time I saw Kobe playing the Utah Jazz in the playoff with Darren Williams and, the, and Carlos Boozer. Oh, yeah, I'm going back when I was a child. That nigga was busted ass when he was over there. I'm like, why do you got something against Utah like that? Because they probably saying some wild fucking shit over there, man. And that makes it a better sport when the players are engaging with the fans. So I hope what this thing, this coronavirus thing blows over and we get uh, more people in the fans and people to interact with one each other again. Because that environment is very, 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 very cool. Sitting next to somebody that even that doesn't even like your team or does like your team, just interacting and watching the game, it's like a camaraderie. It's very, very nice. Very, very nice. I'm going to go over to the NFL real quick. Chad Wheeler. I don't have to stay on it too long. I just want to say I hope this guy is brought to justice. Really, am. I just really do. This guy, that's just unnecessary, hitting on a person like that. Um, he has real mental issues. Want her to bow to him. Want him to uh, her to submit to him. Real, real weirdo shit. I can't can't express that enough. I wish the Seahawks could have kept him for one more day. I didn't cut him. Let him go one more day and have everybody on the D-line just trash his ass. He just sits, and they just have him in a funky-ass drill, and he has to go against three against one, and they just beat his ass. And then they pay him, and then he gets arrested. I feel like that's fair. I feel like that's fair. You get to stay one more day, and everyone gets to wail on your ass because no one else can wail on you realistically out in the real world, so might as well just do it in some pads, but... I hope he's brought to justice real shit. Um, this is not getting talked about enough. Uh, I think that a lot of... I, and here's the thing, just real quick. I think these guys know who the violent ones are, but don't want to say anything. I think if you know a teammate to be violent, speak up. If you know someone to be aggressive to their girl, it's hard, like... You know what I mean? You know, it's hard. When you know somebody disrespectful to a woman, it's for me it's hard to look at because I saw that shit growing up and I I've seen obviously a man is stronger than a woman. Don't matter if a woman fight back. A man is always gonna be stronger than a woman. You just gotta be man enough to not hit her. You have to be. Even if a woman is going to try to hit you, that's not the one for you. If a woman going to try to hit you to get your attention, blow over. You are obviously a child, bitch. You are obviously a fucking child if you got to hit someone to get someone's attention. And vice versa. If a man got to put his hands on you to wake you up, that motherfucker is a boy. Because that's what boys do. Boys hit other boys in the sandbox to get boys' attention. So... You might as well leave him because nobody wants to get bruised up or walking around. That's, I don't want to hide that. And I don't even know how to put makeup on. So what the fuck? I don't know. Try to hide scratches and shit. So if you know a teammate to be violent, speak up or speak to him and just try to be like, hey, before you do something crazy that can hurt yourself and another person, talk it out. Because I think you... I think that type of behavior is known. That's just wild. It's bloom. That's just yikes. Speak up, y'all. Don't want to see nobody get hurt like that. 
And oh yeah, I already just went over Deshaun Watson. Uh the Deshaun. If you get out, man, I hope I, I I hope you do. I hope you do. It's it sucks to see a player like this get sacked like that every fucking down. It's he like it's like he might not even make it to his fucking tenth year. It's not it's not because he's not great. It's just because he's gonna be beat up. We just seen what happened with like Drew Brees. Like Drew Brees had a uh, he uh, broke his collarbone. He almost could never play it again. Like he had to change his mechanics. Like you don't want to see a quarterback like that happen. Look, Alex Smith. Like no, I'm not wishing no no ill on niggas, but like if you can't block for your quarterback, it is bad. He can't run around forever, and he's shown that he can throw with the best of them. He almost had 5,000 yards this season. Like, he just needs a line and just one wide receiver, and he's going to get to the money, boy. And then he can do a little read option on the masses. He can. So just give my man time and give him an offensive line. Jeez. My Super Bowl predictions. I don't know. This is a weird Super Bowl, man. I don't know if I'm gonna have anybody over or want to go anybody or want to go over anybody's house. In the heart of hearts, I do. I do. I mean, I'll take a fucking COVID test to have somebody over here just to watch the game. It doesn't feel the same um not watching the game with your fellas. But at the same time, you gotta do what you gotta do. Super Bowl predictions. Ah okay. I might change it up. I might make another video later. But here's here's how I feel. The Chiefs' offensive line is kind of shaky right now, and we all know how you how you win. You get to the quarterback. Okay, I've seen it twice. I've seen the Giants beat the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl because they did one thing: they got after the quarterback. I believe in the defense. I believe in defenses. Before the offense. I don't care how great your offense is going into the, the Super Bowl. I always lead in who has the better defense. Because usually whoever gets the most stops usually wins the game. <sighs> that being said. There's a black Jesus over there. Wearing red. Walking in the blood of Christ. And Patrick Mahomes, dog. That boy is cold. <laughs> He's ice cold, bro. He has won in every way. <sighs> He's done it all, man. He don't give a damn who's on the other side. He's proven that. He don't care how fast you are, how smart you are, how big, how tall you are. He going to throw it to them boys. Travis is going to get open. Tyreek is going to get open. <sighs> and he got a sidestep shuffle. That's what the best of them. Hey, 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 hey. See, I'm just I'm just shouting a lot of things out. That's what Brent thinks in his head. Cause I like that front seven with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And that's a hey, and real shit. I said this last year. I said the 49ers was gonna win the Super Bowl. Y'all can y'all can rewatch this. I said that because I believe that the 49ers had a better defense going in and that they were gonna get more stops. And they should have won the game, but the coaching was horrible too. You can't put that on me. The 49ers should have, should have, would have, could have, did a, you know, done better later, whatever. The Chiefs won. But it could be a part two in that same situation where 
Those guys might get to Patrick Mahomes, but he sidesteps them and throws it for a big touchdown. So right now, I'm going with the Chiefs until proven otherwise. Thank y'all for watching the podcast, man. I made that quick, made it spicy, made it hot so y'all can get on with your day. You can find me at a goat named Smokey. I'll be there from time to time doing my thing, rhyming, scheming. Taylor, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at Small Town Psycho on the internet. I'll be over there sometimes. If you want to find the bearded Negro, he's at at Bearded Poppy, the man with the flies do rags. He'd be over there sometimes. Now he's a dad. It's crazy. It's crazy. I met this man a couple years ago. Cannot cannot imagine this guy who I'm seeing right now. Complete complete 360. Complete 360. And I mean it in a good way. Guy's humble. My man's a happy brother. And he preaches. And he preaches positivity like nobody else. So I'm so happy for my guy. I'll see y'all next time. A deuce, deuce.